Hello, welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries. I am Dr. Lewis, and today we are, I have a powerful message for us for the body of Christ, and we need to hear it. We need to let it resonate with our spirit. And if I had to title this message, it would be called The Waiting Room. So I'll give you a brief uh, analogy of what the waiting room is. You know, when you are waiting for deliverance or waiting for God to answer a, a question or um, respond to a need, it feels like you're in a waiting room of an ER. If anybody on here have been to an ER, we know that they c- it can be a very long wait. The staff can be rude. The staff can be overwhelmed with so many patients and you're just waiting there and waiting there. And then sometimes it feels like forever. But this is the same thing when we are waiting on a deliverance and a victory from God. Guys, this this message today, I really want you to take some time to even go back and replay it because you're going to receive something from today's message in Jesus name. So if you are prepared for the message, get your King James version of the Bible. I just want to check and make sure you have these things ready because I need you to go back and read these scriptures in the King James version of the Bible. You need your pen and your paper, your highlighter, because there are going to be scriptures that you're going to want to refer back to to help encourage you to get the victory that you need. Okay, and an answer from God. Okay. So before I start, let's go into prayer because I want to pray for everyone that is listening to this message that we get it and do the work and praise and worship and receive all of what God has for us. Amen. All right. Let us bow our heads. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you today, God, thanking you for this time to study your word, to receive a message from you, God. Thanking you for everyone that is listening to your word, God. Let us not just be listener, listeners of your word or hearers of your word, God. Let us be doers of your word. Let us put some action behind what we hear today, God. Let the seed be planted deep inside of us where we are able to give it back to someone else that's in need, God. Let no distraction interfere with us receiving this message that you have for us, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you. We thank you in advance. We thank you, God. We thank you for all that you do, God. We thank you for who you are, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Whew. the spirit is high today because as I was studying this message, it was a reminder for me. This this particular message blessed me in such a way that is so transformative. So from the time that I studied this message, my life is forever changed. Because I'm going to continuously refer back to this message as a reminder of who God is. And I pray that is what it does for you today. Okay. So as we think about um, being sick, 
Okay, being sick to the point where you feel like you need to go to the emergency room. What's the process? The process is that you check in. You check in the into the ER. You may sign a login book with your name, um, your demographics to let the, let them know what you're there for. Your complaint. Okay. And when you do that, you sit down and wait. As you check in and you've given your demographics to, let's say, the clerk, whoever that is, the secretary, the ER secretary, what they in turn do is put your demographics into the computer and they'll put what you're there for, your chief complaint is what they call it. And with that chief complaint, they send that information on up to the nurses and doctors, the staff, so they can see, hey, this is what you're here for. Okay. And when they do that, all of this is going on behind the scenes while you wait. Right. And during that time of waiting, you just anxious to get cured from whatever your circumstances is but i'm going to take you to a biblical point that is in reference to you your complaint when you petition your complaint to god instead of the hospital okay so while you're in the waiting room waiting let's go to philippians 4 6 7 okay that says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So that's you in the waiting room, giving your complaints to God. Giving your request to him, making it known to him. Lord, I'm sick. I, I, I need some help. I need to see the doctor. The doctor in this is God, Jesus Christ. It is that is our doctor. But just like the ER. People are waiting and people are waiting for a response for God. So once you. Submit this complaint. The complaint says, gives, okay, if, if there may be a questionnaire on the complaint that says, describe your symptoms and what you've been taking for your illness. Let's go to Psalm 140 and see what that says. <laughs> Deliver me, Lord, from evil people. Protect me from violent people. Deliver me, O oh Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. So whatever symptoms that you've given to God, whatever complaints and issues that you've given to God in your petition, you asking God to protect you from the evil one. Because remember, any illness is not of God. That's not sent by God. That is of Satan. God doesn't give us illnesses. He doesn't give us issues and anything that is unrighteous. He doesn't give us problems. He doesn't give us uh, circumstances and trials and tribulation. He does not give that to us. However, 
that doesn't mean the enemy doesn't. See, in previous studies, I've explained to everyone that the enemy has a diary on each of us, each and every one of us. And he knows who you are. And a lot of times we don't know who we are. So with that being said, he throws obstacles and circumstances and issues at us. And this analogy, this would be the illnesses that he throw at us. But although those things come in our way, they won't destroy us. They won't kill us. They may aggravate us. They may give us horrible symptoms. Okay. Those symptoms can be being anxious, being depressed, being fearful of what the future looks like, being frustrated, being concerned about what it looks like or what what may happen. Those would be called our symptoms. Okay. But what happens when we give those issues to God? Because remember, his word says, petition your issues to God and give thanks through prayer. So what happens next when we in the ER? The nurse takes our vitals. Let us know what state we're in. In biblical standpoint, we hear from God. We know how we feel. We can tell God, God, I'm hurting. God, I'm scared. God, I'm anxious. God, I need you. I don't know what to do. We could tell him. Those will be our vitals because that tells us the state of where we are with our illness. The state of where we are with our circumstances. The state of where we are with life. Let's go to Psalms 141 and see what that says. Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. So in common English, that says, Lord, I cry out to you. Hurry to me. Listen to my voice when I cry out to you. That's us being anxious and we need God to act on our behalf. This is when our vitals are out of whack, when we in an emergency room, when they are abnormal. This is what our body is saying. Help. Something is wrong. This something is not working properly. When our vitals are abnormal. But in Psalms 141, this is exactly what it says. The same exact thing. Lord, I cry out to you. Hurry to me. Listen to my voice. I need you. And I'm paraphrasing that. So when your body is going through that crisis in the emergency room, what does a nurse do? A nurse may give you meds for comfort, right? So in the spiritual spiritual, uh, point of view, what happens? What happens? The Bible will give you something. Worship, prayer will give give you something to, to make you comfortable, to make you withstand the crisis that is going on in your life. Right. Let's go to Psalm 142 and see what it says. 
I cried unto the out. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord. Did I make my supplication? I cried to the Lord with my voice, with my voice. I begged the Lord for mercy. You making your petition. No, God have mercy on me. I need you. That's what we do in the spirit. We cry out to the Lord when we are in crisis. But in the process, we're still waiting and we're still in a waiting room and the waiting room may be where you are right now in your life. You're waiting to hear from God. You don't know what what tomorrow looks like, but you're worried. You're anxious. But I encourage you today to get in your words, get in your word, get in your word, pray. Surrender that thing to God. Lay it at his feet. Give him your load. Let him fight for you. While you're in the waiting room. Psalms 40 verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. So I'm a Put that in common English. I put all my hope in the Lord. He leaned down to me. He listened to to my cry for help. That is what God does. And when you're in a waiting room, you're waiting on God. But you letting all of your emotions, all of your, your issues, you've given that to that doctor and nurse, right? In the spirit room, God is your doctor. You giving that to him. You giving your issues and concerns to him. The doctor sees you and asks about your medical history when you're in the emergency room, right? Let's go to Psalms 147. It says, praise ye the Lord, for it is it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise and comely. Here's the thing. When we finally see that doctor, when we in the emergency room, we are so happy to see that doctor. We're excited for our healing, right? You're like, "Woo! thank God the doctor's here. That's how we need to be in the spirit. And in that regard, we need to praise God for the deliverance because you know you're going to be delivered. There's nothing that ever happens to in to you in your life that God didn't deliver you from. Most of us been in car accidents. We could have died then in a minor fender bender, fender bender. But we hear we hear his protection, his presence. Thank God for it. So while we excited to see that physical doctor, we need to be excited to see our one and only spiritual high, high doctor. The doctor of all doctors. We need to praise him in advance before he even come into the waiting room. We need to praise him and give thanks that he even showed up for us. See, the beautiful thing about God, he is omnipresent. So you don't have to wait in line behind millions and millions of people that sit in the waiting room. 
He can be at your beck and call as simply as you just calling out to him. And you don't have to wait for him to hear you. Yeah, you might have to wait for the deliverance because there is a pruning process and there's a treatment process. But he is here. He is available to you. You don't have to wait in line behind people. He's not taking prayer requests one by one. He hears you, but you have to surrender to him and lay those problems at his at his feet. Hallelujah. So. Let's go to scripture, Psalms 146. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. That's what we need to do. Put our faith in him. See, the difference between the physical doctor and the doctor of all doctors. See, the physical doctor have to go to school, get educated, have to go refer back to notes and and, and, and books and and uh other scientists to see if this medicine work for this or this would this harm you would this affect the kidneys the liver or you have to go through all of that the physical doctor before they even be able to give you a prescription some type of medicine for your issue but not our god not our god we don't have to wait for him he already knows who we are he birthed us He knows every hair that's on our head. So unlike the the physical doctor, we have to go back and refer to things that he learned in school, refer to notes. God already knows who you are and what you need. What he asks from us is us to surrender. See, we make a relationship with Christ difficult. And it doesn't have to be. It's simple. Surrender your issues to him. Have faith in me that I will show up for you. Praise me in advance while you wait. And watch your deliverance. And wait for it. Simple. But because of our flesh and because of certain sins and things that we've done in our lives, It has tainted our belief system. It has tainted our relationship with God. And it shouldn't be. And if that has happened and it has happened to me and certain things, circumstances, even in our lives that make us uh, not believe that that God would show up for us. We have to pray that it be removed right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us for our unfaithfulness. Because we have to put our trust in him, the doctor of all doctors. To perform the miraculous. Hallelujah. So as the physical doctor performed tests while you wait. He performed tests on you and then you wait for the test results. Hmm. Right? But with God, 
<laughs> Let's go to scripture and see what it says. It says in James 1 verse 2 through 4, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Hallelujah. If this is not blessing you, it is certainly blessing me. Because let me put this in common English so I can so you guys can fully understand what this scripture is saying. My brothers and sisters, think of of the various tests you encounter as occasions for joy. After all, you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Let this endurance complete its work so that you may be fully mature, complete and lacking in nothing. So what that's saying is that. When you're going through trials and tribulations and you have to really, really force and work that faith where you can't just say, yeah, 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 I believe. No, but when you really have to work it, when you have to work it in front of people, when you have to work it alone. Here's the thing with it. This is where you build up your endurance. Because trust me, it won't be the last time you you need you need to activate your faith. You're just growing your faith because as you continue to grow in Christ, you're going to continue to um, deal with certain issues. But it's going to make you stronger and know exactly how to fight. There was a time in my life. Hear me out, guys. There was a time in my life that if I went through any crisis, I would sit alone and try to figure out how to fix fix the problem in my own head and my own might. Until I was put in certain situations where I was in no amount of money could solve the problem, no amount of conversations from other people, support from other friends or anything could solve the problem. Only Christ could do that. And I believe wholeheartedly that because of the woman that I was before Christ, I was already strong. I was already an overcomer with certain issues. I was one of them people that was looked at like um, the person that would solve all the problems, a problem solver that I would figure it out on my own. And to God brought me to a place where to remind me, to sit me down, to remind me that, no, Letitia, you don't have the answers to everything. I am. I am the Lord of Lord. I am the I am the head. I am your God. You're not God. You have to surrender to me and my authority. So you can be a better. So if I if you are strong in in the world, think about how much stronger you can be in Christ. So I believe that is why God had me go through a lot of circumstances in my life. So I can lean on him and not myself. So I can lean on him instead of man. So I can lean in on him instead of my money because the world can't save my soul. Only God can. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as you in the ER and you seen the doctor, let me get back to that. 
as you are, uh, you have seen the doctor and the doctor says, hey, this is what you are diagnosed with, whatever that is. And they give you the prescription for it, for the illness. Let's see what the word of God says in the spiritual realm. OK, let's go to Philippians three, verse 14. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Who in common English that says I go toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So we know that once you get that prescription, you're going straight to the pharmacy. But his word says, press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of the God in Christ Jesus. He is the pharmacy. He is the pharmacy. Glory to God. Glory to God. So your meds, after you go to that pharmacy, your meds are given. You receive your healing. That is the same thing with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Here's your healing. Glory. That's the same thing with God. In Psalms 32, 7, it says, thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. Lord Jesus. God protect us from trouble. He rescue us. Isn't that what you would go to a pharmacy for your prescription? Wouldn't that be what the, your prescription does? He is our prescription. Hallelujah. In 1 John 5, verse 4 through 6, it says, For whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that beareth witness because the spirit is truth. Glory to God. I'm going to read that to you. I'm going to break that down in common English for you. Just so to make sure that you get it and understand that this is his living word and it is true. And every single thing that you are going through that you will overcome. You will overcome. I want this embedded in your spirit because so many of us are feeling down and defeated. And if you do not let this word resonate with you, it can keep you in a state of defeat. But by the blood of Jesus Christ, you are an overcomer and you are victorious. Get in this word and study this word so you will get the strength to endure your circumstances and to build up your faith. Thank you, God, for the stretching, because right now a lot of us are being stretched. We are being stretched to build up our faith in him. So in common English, this means because everyone who is born from God defeats the world. This is the victory that he that has defeated the world. Our faith. Who defeats the world? Isn't it the one who believes that Jesus is God's son? Isn't that us? 
This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He didn't come by water only, but by water and blood. And the spirit is the one who testifies because the spirit is truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Here's here's a, a couple more scriptures. Two more I'm gonna give you to confirm what I'm saying is true. Second Corinthians two fourteen says, "Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the savor of His knowledge, but us in every place." In common English, I mean, but thank God who is always leading us around through Christ as if we were in a parade. He spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. Praise him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for your deliverance. Even if you don't see it, thank him for the deliverance. Because guess what? If you are a child of God, you're going to have a victory if you believe. His word said his children, we are his children. So we have to, we have to know and remember that we are victorious. And we have to say that thing out loud because a lot of times the enemy will come into our mind and say, no, you're going to be defeated. You're going to fail. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose that. That is his job to do. This, This enemy does not take any days off. He don't take a day off when he's attacking us. So that means if he's not taking any days off, we can't take any days off when it comes to getting in our word and giving praise and worship to our God. And we need to celebrate. Hallelujah. We need to celebrate the victory that we have in him. We need to celebrate because the battle is already won. Glory to God. The battle is already won. That spirit of doubt that's on anybody that's listening to this message right now. I loose it off them and bind them and send it, send it to the pits of hell to never return in their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Saying you will not win. You will not prevail in the person's life that is listening to this word under the sound of my voice. In Jesus mighty name, I command that spirit to leave and never return in the mighty name of Jesus. Because your word says, God, that the battle is already won. We are victorious. And this will not hurt. This will not hurt us. But this will build up our endurance in you. It will build up our faith and our strength and our might. And we will understand that every circumstance, every issue, every trial that comes into our life, we will go to you in prayer and in worship and giving thanks. Because the battle is already won. We're going to petition those issues. We're not going to sit in depression anymore. We're not going to sit in anxiety anymore. We're not going to listen to the people that is throwing extra negative things on our situation. And those people that are bragging intentionally in our ear about how they are doing so good, knowing when you are doing so when you are not. See, the enemy sent these uh, monitoring spirits too. The enemy sent these monitoring spirits to to uh, keep you suppressed. 
You'll think that, that, you're, that they are your friends. You'll tell them whatever your issue and circumstance that you're going through. And the whole time they say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But you know, my kids or don't do that. Or my situation ain't like that. To make you feel like you the only one going through. Be careful of who you share your issues with. Because the enemy will send anybody to destroy you and keep you suppressed when you are not leaning to God. When you just laying in your depression. When you're not even considering the power of God and authority that you have. We got to be stronger. This message is blessing me. Jesus. Who God. Mm, 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 mm. Let me give you the, these few scriptures so we can go because I I want y'all to get this and I want y'all to go back and read. The, I need y'all to read these scriptures. I need you to get it because the times are getting worse. Whatever your circumstances is right now, think of this. Whatever your circumstance is right now, think about it if you don't surrender that thing to God and you do not do the work and praising and worshiping, having faith in him, understand that your circumstances is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Because why? Because the enemy has done his job. What are you doing while he's working you over and he throwing all the stuff from his diary that he have on you? What are you doing in a spirit to fight against the enemy? Are you going to lay in it? Are you going to stay suppressed? Are you going to let, are you going to get punked like that? You're going to let the enemy punk you? Here's the thing. When I was in the world, I want to punk this. So I can't be a punk in the spirit. So I'm going to fight with this word. I'm going to fight because I don't want him to even think that he's going to continue to wreak havoc in my life without repercussion. I'm going to use the power that I have. And that's what we need to do as believers. You don't go to you don't go to a fight with a knife. You don't go to a gunfight with a knife, do you? We gotta go with the we gotta go with we have to go with guns blazing. We gotta go armored up for war. What his word says, put on the full armor of God. That's exactly what we have to do to get our healing and surrender that stuff. Because guess what? We're going to be constantly attacked because of who we are in Christ. Look at what he endured. He died on the cross. He was spit on. He was beaten. Why do we not as believers think that things are not going to happen to us? It's impossible to feel like that just because you say, oh, your life is just perfect. Nothing is going to happen to you. You're not going to go through circumstances. You're not going to have issues. You're not going to. That is unrealistic. And if anybody is teaching you that, they are teaching you false information. Right here with Kingdom Living Ministries, we're going to teach you how to fight. We're going to teach you how to endure because you're going to be stretched. 
You're going to be stretched. And sometimes in your stretch, you want to give up, but you cannot give up. You cannot give up because this is going to make you stronger. You're going to come out of this, these issues stronger and stronger. And every milestone in your life, you're going to understand what it takes to fight. Glory to God. Let me give y'all these scriptures. Let me give y'all these scriptures. Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Let's go to Philippians 3.14. It says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Listen to that. I'm going to press toward, okay, with that prescription, right? <laughs> if we back in the, at, the, at the hospital, if we back at the pharmacy getting our prescription, we're going to take it, right? If they say, take take these three pills uh, four times a day uh, in the morning and at night, we're going to follow the directions to a T. His word right here says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. That is exactly what we need to do. We need to press to it. We need to follow that prescription verbatim. We need to follow that instructions to a T from that prescription. God has a, his prescription is what? Trust me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Trust me. I got you. Have faith in me. Worship and study and spend time with me. Put that worldly stuff to the side. Here's the thing, too. As the more and more you grow in Christ, you studying, you're worshiping, you attending, you attending service, you fellowshipping with other with other Christians. Those things that you once did for the world, your desire decreases more and more. The more and more you grow closer to God, you're not going to have an interest in what the world is doing. I promise you, every time you even look at what the world is doing, once you've been delivered from that, you looking like they still where they was when I left. You're not missing nothing. But that enemy is so crafty. He knows what we like, don't he? He have us think, oh, we missing something. Oh, we we. We got to go back for something. We're we not missing a thing. I am reminded every time I log on to social media. And I had a, a my a personal page. It was pretty popular. It was a, um, it was my personal page on Instagram. Every now and then I would log back on to see. What's going on with the friends that I had on there, right? When I log back on, it's the same old thing. And it's a message from God. See, Tish, why are you looking back? Letitia, why are you looking back? It's nothing. It's the same old thing. That's why I'm growing closer to God. Because I don't want to miss him. See, looking back, I can miss where God's taking me. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't want to miss it. So I want to follow his prescription to a T so that I don't miss it. And I don't want you to miss it as well, okay? Whoo. Let me give y'all Psalms 32 7. 
Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Jesus, I think I already gave that to y'all, but we just need to lean on him. Lean on him. Lean on Christ when we going through while you're in a waiting room. Deuteronomy 24, 20 verse 4 says, For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. God got it if we surrender. He has it under control. Don't let the enemy keep you suppressed. Don't think that you're going to get a deliverance from anything that is in that world. Remember, if you go back and listen to any other study, I remind you that this thing is about the spirit. Your answer is in the spirit. You're not going to get an answer from nothing that is in that world because who that world belongs to is the enemy. The things that are going on in that world is not of Christ. It's not. We have to fight in the spirit. We have to surrender ourselves in the spirit. Lay them things at God's feet so you can be delivered. In Jesus mighty name, while you're in that waiting room, do not forget God. Stop looking to man for your healing. Glory to God. This this message has blessed me. Lord, I know it has blessed you guys. But I'm just so grateful that God has given me this message to give to us. Because this is so needed right now. So many people are hurting. So many people need to hear, be reminded of who God is. And why it's important that we surrender our issues to him. I pray you got it today. So before I close, let let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you, God. Thanking you, God, for your word, God. Thanking you for this time to reverence and really receive it. You, God, thank you. Thank you, God, for every spirit that is here right now, that is listening, every soul that is here right now listening, God. Let it be, uh, let this message resonate in a heart. Let the seed be planted deep inside of them where they are able to give it to people that need it. Others, God, we thank you for their lives, God. Thank you for the deliverance, God. Thank you for the stretching, God. Let this week ahead be anointed. Let this week ahead be a week of deliverance. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for your protection. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hey, so thank you guys for tuning in to this message today. I encourage you guys to spread this message to at least three people in your contacts. Um, make sure you subscribe to our um webpage. It's at www.kingdomlivingentertainment.com. Um, join us each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. for Bible study. I look forward to seeing you guys there. 
All of the information is on the website. If you want to uh, uh, sow a seed to our ministry, please go to the website and hit the donation tab. And we thank you in advance for doing so. If you are able to, God bless you to next time. Maybe you'll be able to God to God bless them. God bless them. Everyone. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus. Back to what I'm saying. I'm just so high in the spirit right now, y'all. Um, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. I'm not gonna hold you all day, but um, thank you guys for tuning in and um receiving a word. And I look forward to partnering with you guys and uh, send us an email if you have any questions, a special prayer that you need. Um us to uh, pray with you um, to add to our prayer list please feel free to email us my email address is prayer at kingdomlivingentertainment.com if you have any questions about the ministry that's at info at kingdomlivingentertainment.com I look forward to uh, studying with you on Wednesday 8pm Eastern Standard Time and um, you guys have a beautiful blessed day goodbye